folks, do you feel like everything these days is go, go, go? It's nonstop from work to friends to family and a million pressing issues. Sometimes you just need to take a playoff and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. Hey, it's that time of year in Minnesota again to get out on the lake, go to the cabin, sit back, watch the baseball. Coors Light is the perfect refreshment to chill during these summer months. There's only one beer out there that's made to chill. The mountains on the bottles and cans turn blue when your beer is cold, and that way you know it's time to chill. Hit that reset button with some mountain cold refreshment. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Coors Light is the one you should choose when you need to unwind. When you want to hit the reset button, reach for the beer that is made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. This is Brandon Kelly, the host of Blue Wire's new podcast, Golden Goal. From Lionel Messi to Marta to Pele, our show takes a deep dive into soccer superstars. From Zlatan Ibrahimovic's brash confidence with the play to back it up, to Megan Rapino's heroic outspokenness and World Cup flair. Each episode examines a personality of the world's game. We'll dig into Maradona's Hand of God performance and subsequent downfall. The teenage trio at Dortmund that signaled the next generation of superstars. And that infamous headbutt that slung Zinedine Zidane from glory. Golden Goal. Soccer stars and the moments that made them. Premiering this summer on Blue Wire. Another episode of Purple Insider, Matthew Collar here, and joining me on the show, a very special guest, Justin Allen of All End Sports Performance. I mean, he is a Nike certified trainer who's been working with a couple of Minnesota Vikings players, and I saw your tweet the other day, Justin, and I wonder, the first thing that went through my mind is, uh, when you work out outside, how hot is it in Texas right now? Oh, man, it, it, it has its days where it's scorching. Um Last few days, it's been it's been good to us. We had a little little bit of a breeze, so it, it, it's it's a nice feeling outside. So we'll talk about your impressions of some of the young players that you've been working with that I think Vikings fans would love to know more about. Justin Jefferson and Cam Dantzler. They're already familiar with uh, Holton Hill, who made a good impression here with the Vikings two years ago and then has a chance uh, this year to step up uh, potentially into a starting role. But I wanted to ask you about your background and becoming someone who trains NFL players. Uh, there is a, a boon, I think, in your industry of a lot of young players looking for trainers, looking for people to work with on the side how does one become a person who trains nfl players oh man it takes hard work dedication um got to study your craft and, and um <clears throat> put the work in um that's that's basically what i did started off working with the youth um built it up to the middle school high school and um then i had some college inquiries and those college guys that became pros and um i'm also thankful to have a brother that plays in the national football league as well 
uh, being the younger brother of Dwayne Allen. Um, so a lot of guys um, knew who I was from there, and uh, I just earned my earned my keep um, as I put in the work to to prove that I can uh, help improve. Help, help players improve um, in different areas of the game. So was this something that you had set out to do? Uh, I mean, like in college or before that, that you had this in mind, this would be a career for you? Or did you just kind of land on it and make it work? Most definitely. It was, um, it was, a, it was a plan A, a plan A minus. <laughs> the, goal was to go, the goal was to play professionally with my brother um, since we were kids. And uh, unfortunately, I had... Uh, multiple injuries in college, uh, which led me to start to study um, the body and, and, and study uh, being a personal trainer, so I so that I can help um, other players um, prevent some of the things that I, I went through. Um, just not being educated um, and thinking, you know, when you're young, you feel good, you think you can do anything. Um, and not only that, uh, playing a game of football um, and then going through the injuries I had, it put me in depression. And so I wanted to do something that kept me around the game, so I could um, have that peace and have that have that feeling of um, still being around the game and still, do, still doing what I love. But it was definitely a vision that I had since I was a kid. It's amazing the number of people that you run into, whether they did play in the pros or college, who have that similar drive that you used to be a very good football player before, and then you apply it to something else and have a lot of success. So that doesn't surprise me at all, Justin. Uh, I want to ask you, before we get into um, some of the training and how it works in the offseason to keep these guys in shape but also not wear them out, about COVID and how you've been dealing with it in your industry. Uh, my wife works out with a trainer once a week, and they've been doing it through Skype <laughs> now. Uh, so it's just it has to have been really, um, really, really difficult and challenging with uh, COVID changing everything around. Uh, it's all about being smart and making the proper adjustments. Um, just doing, listening to what what the, uh, what what they're telling us to do. Um, trying to sanitize everything every time we touch it, keeping our mask on, and trying to keep our distance as much as possible. Um, but also making sure that we're getting the proper work so that we're, pre- we're prepared for when we are uh, able to get back to what we do um, and those athletes that get back get back to work playing against one another. And how different is it for these athletes who normally would have had OTAs and they would have had mini camps and team-organized workouts, uh, or has it not changed that much, your approach? They're professional athletes, man, so they, they, they make the adjustments on the go. Um, I'm, I'm, it, it's definitely – Different for them. They're they're used to being with their team and preparing for a season. So um, it's it's all about making that that adjustment on the fly. I mean, that's why they're professional athletes. They're able to do that uh, during the game when they make audibles. So um, I I look at it as something similar to an audible, just making an adjustment and and just doing the right thing and making sure you prepare it for when when it's time to uh, put the pads back on. Now, how do you balance uh, getting these guys ready to play without wearing them down? Because I know veteran players always talk about not peaking in training camp because then by the middle of the season, you're going to be completely worn down. And I have seen some of the videos that you've put out and some of your training methods, some of them even just to help wide receivers with the hand-eye coordination. It was uh, so Justin Jefferson was doing something I definitely couldn't do where you <laughs> flung something at him and he had to grab a certain color well, it was coming over his head, so I, I guess he's more skilled than I am at that. But, uh, you know, I, I guess how do you, how do you balance that, wanting them to be in shape, enhancing their football-related skills, not just building guys who are strong and fast, and then uh, not overworking them? Um, understanding the work that we put in. Um, we have a, a high-intense Monday, 
Um, then we, we'll, we'll modify things that we do on Tuesday, usually give rest on Wednesday, um, pick things back up Thursday and finish off Friday. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, more of a um, really Friday, Saturday and Sunday, really for speed, cardio, stretch, um, cool down. Because um, we usually come into the top of the week hard, and uh, we 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 have uh, we recommend a lot of recovery. We work with a lot of different uh, uh, massage therapists and and PTs that are around here around the gym area, and we uh, get the guys in there so they can get their massages and get their cold tub and get the the dry needling and and all the stuff that that they need so they can stay um, healthy and recovery recover. And then also we do the Pilates and the um, yoga with different um, facilities around the area as well. And how different is it by position? Because fun drills like that, I'm sure, help Justin Jefferson with his hand-eye coordination and so forth. Um, but you have cornerbacks as well and uh, uh, other players who obviously play a, a myriad of different positions. So how do you kind of design these different things to help them with what they're going to need to do on Sundays? Each player is different. Um, outside of body control, stability, and things of, of that such, um, each player has their own unique differences um, and skill sets. So you just have to um, study the, study who you're working with and, and understand their, their strengths and weaknesses. And the program is set from there. Um, and, and it's helped to it's, it's set to help them improve their weaknesses while also still keeping their strengths as their strengths. Uh, so that's, that's, that's really all how it's based on. Now, it looks a little bit funny for him to be grabbing something like that, but I see all sorts of crazy, nutty workouts on the Internet all the time, and a lot of the former players that I follow will laugh at them. So, you know, I'm sure you want to be creative, but you also don't want to do things that are just ludicrous to show off how these guys are freak athletes, right? I mean, how do you approach that? uh, I mean, as a former athlete, I, I I don't do anything that's outside of the basics. Um, hand-eye coordination, um, drills. I mean, they come in all different shapes, sizes, colors, and, and, and different drills. Um, I don't do anything that, 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 that's not, um, that doesn't translate to a game. Uh, the hex, hex sticks that you've seen us, uh, using when I was throwing them over his head, um, I just call out a color, and so he has to locate the sticks with his eyes, and then find the color, um, as I call it, and, and complete the catch. Um, it's, it's similar to a game. You got to locate. You got to locate the strikes when the football's in the air, um, and that and that thing's spinning. And you do, you got to locate it. Locate the, the tip of the football and and, and and see the stripes and pull the ball in. So it's, it it translates to the game um, when you think about what's actually going on. Um, I don't do any of those crazy drills that you see all over <laughs> the internet. Everything I do is basic. All I have right. a, I, 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 like I said, I have a brother that's a former. Uh, or that I, I have a brother that's a current NFL player and. Uh, he harps on that all all the time, so um, that's something that I definitely don't do. I'm gonna remember that it's called a hexo stick because I had no idea how to describe this thing. Like it was spinning around, it's got different colors, and he grabbed it. <laughs> that's, and uh, but yeah, I could see I could see where some of those videos where somebody's you know running with weights and jumping up on something and trying to show off uh, the what they can do doesn't exactly help them play football on Sundays. Now let me ask you about the individual players here for the Vikings you've been working out, uh, with because Justin Jefferson is first round pick and a guy who exploded last year with you know over 100 catches national championship and the expectations are really high from him so what what's your, been your impression of working with him this offseason just from you know personality work ethic those type of things 
man, Justin Jefferson, he's special. Um, he's he's a sponge. He wants to he wants to perfect everything that 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 that, that he sees wrong in his game. Um, has great footwork, great hands. Um, he's a natural leader, and um, I think I think he's a perfect fit for someone to fill the void um, of a talent like Diggs that Diggs left. Um, I, I believe that he's ready um, to do it um, right away as a rookie. Um, so I'm excited to see him. What do you make of him as just a pure athlete? Um, because he goes to the combine, and I think everybody wanted to know, all right, how is he going to perform there? Because all the production is through the roof. And then he comes out as one of the best athletes, at least from a combine perspective. And I, I, and I, and I think from a, from a, if you're a Vikings fan, you're looking at that and saying, when a guy is that level of an athlete who has that level of production, they can step in right away. No, most definitely. He's, 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 an, he's a natural athlete um, that – that perfects his skill. And so when you have a guy like that, it's scary. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's when you talk about the Odell's and, and, and the Larry's and, and the, the Julio's. You know what I mean? Those guys were tremendous athletes, but they also honed in on their skill and individual skill. And, and, and that's how they became the elite of the elite. Um, he has a potential to, to, to be in that category. Um, as long as he stays focused and continue to do what he's doing, um, and stay healthy. Everything else will fall in place. Yeah, no, that's interesting you bring that up because I had a former NFL wide receiver, Donald Jones, on to watch some film of him in college, and he said the same thing. He he asked if uh, Justin had played uh, basketball in high school or college or uh, probably high school. I don't know the answer to that, but he has like a like a very natural feel for the game when you watch him play, especially when he has the ball in his hands that – People can be trying to tackle him from different angles that he's going to see and anticipate, and that looks special to me. Most definitely. He just plays off natural instincts. Uh, he just has that, that love for the game, and you can tell that he's loved the game for a long time and, and played it for a long time. Um, and you have some guys that, that, that they just pick it up and they have it naturally. When you play multiple sports like the Odell's, and, and I'm sure um, he was one of those athletes as well, as, as, and Justin Jefferson. Um, who played multiple sports and in in his shows by the way he moves and, and gets in and out of uh, tight spaces. Now I'm gonna with another player that you've been working with. I'm gonna offer you my personal help here. If you need to help Cam Dantzler gain weight, I am your guy. <laughs> I am good at gaining weight. I know all the best pizza places, chicken wings, ice cream. That is a specialty of mine. Um, but now, now Dantzler, we've been talking about him a lot on the show this off season as, as a guy who did not run a great forty. But when you watch him play, he certainly is not a four six forty guy. If he can run with Jamar Chase down the sideline you know foot for foot um so, but what have you been working on with a guy that is on the skinnier side like how do you deal with that because if you try to put on too much weight too fast then that's going to have other uh ramifications right most definitely um i'm not too worried about his size i think he plays bigger than what he what he what, what he what it says on the scale um it's all about how how physically you play on the field and, and that's what i look into i'm also not too worried about his 40 uh, 40 times has more to do with technique than really how fast you are so I don't focus on that as well. Um, I, he's not a four-six guy, like as you said. When you watch turn on the on the tape, you can see that he's a gamer, um, and that 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 that's a natural um, thing too for um, athletes. Some guys just just know how to turn it on when those lights are on, and he's one of those guys. Um, we've been working on working on tight spaces, um, working on his range, and 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 winning at the line of scrimmage, um, using that length to his advantage, using those long legs to his advantage. And and we didn't get the line, so we're not turning everything into a foot race. 
Before we get back to the conversation, I want to remind you to go to SodaStick.com to get your original Minnesota sports-inspired goods. They just launched their partnership with Michelob Golden Light for the Mick Golden Light Fishing Club merch line. The logo includes a walleye chugging a beer, and they have it on shirts, hoodies, windbreakers, and more. If you haven't seen it yet, you definitely have to check it out. And also, we're going to hook you up with free shipping for your order. Just use the promo code Purple Insider for free shipping. That's Soda Stick, S-O-T-A-S-T-I-C-K.com. Original Minnesota sports-inspired goods. Code Purple Insider for free shipping. Right, yeah, no, his his length is a perfect fit for Mike Zimmer corners. I when I when I just looked at his uh, tape a little bit, I said this is exactly what Mike Zimmer would be looking for on tape with his lankiness and his height. Uh, I wonder what you think about the forty. I mean, I I almost feel like it's entertainment purposes for why the NFL keeps it because so many people uh, in the game talk about how that's really not the way that you would do it, and even someone like Delvin Cook did not have a great NFL combine and has become a great NFL player. So I wonder how much you think that that something like that matters. Um, I'm hoping it changes pretty soon. Um, those, these kids don't play three or four years of, of college football to be judged up one day running a 40 when it, when, when the tape shows what they can do, um, in live action. So hopefully they, I, hopefully they, they get this fixed pretty soon. And they, I don't, I don't know if they should, I don't think they should just completely take the 40 out, but I don't think they should put so much on where the players drafted or how high he's, he is on the list by how fast he runs. Um, because if you notice, a lot of those guys that are drafted high that run that fast don't really pan out in the, in the National Football League. Right, yeah. I mean, the guy who ran, what was it, the fastest ever, John Ross, has not really become what they expected him to be. So that's a, a good point. And, and plenty of guys have had disappointing combines who have then uh, been underdrafted, if you will. And I think the Vikings see that in Cam Dantzler. The other guy you've been working with, Holton Hill, he's one that I get questions about every day, Justin. Is Holton Hill going to win this job? What's, you know, how does Mike Zimmer view Holton Hill? All those different things. And the door is wide open. And I don't think the Vikings would have let all of their corners go if they didn't believe that they had other guys who could step in. Uh, but he is someone who's gone through th- some things in his past that have been concerning for the team. He got suspended last year. What have, what have your impressions of him been working out with him? Most definitely, man. Holton Hill, he's, he's, he's a tremendous talent. Um, I believe if, if things go the correct way, he, he had the potential to be a, um, a, a, a day one, day two draft pick. So um, I think this year is, is, is important for him um, to show his worth and show his growth um, from um, year one to year three. Um, and I'm excited for him. I think he's, he's grown into the professional that he needs to be. Uh, being around Harrison Smith, um, being around great players in the organization, I think he's ready to take that, that next step. Um, he's been putting the work in, definitely um, working hard and, and taking, the extra lep- taking the extra steps and pushing himself. Um, and, and that's good when you, when you start to see a player pushing himself even harder than, than what, uh, you demand for him that day. So I think, I, I think he's more than ready for, for the season to start so he can show, um, his work. Now he's come across to me as being kind of a guarded or kind of a quiet guy 
Definitely. What, 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 what do you make of his personality? I mean, it's, there are a lot of players who are in college and go through things like he did. How about Tyron Matthew, who's become one of the top five maybe defensive players in the league, but he had a similar Definitely. issue as, as Holton. Uh, but I wonder what you know or what you could say about his personality, because even from being a reporter, I'm there every day. I've covered the team since 2016, but I still don't feel like I have a good sense for his personality. Yeah, he's he's one of those quiet guys, man. He's he's not with the not with the, the the one that that follows the crowd or have to be where everyone else is is is, is at, at at that moment. Um, he just kind of does his own thing. Um, great kid, man. Great. He's a, he has actually a great character. Um, good guy. Um, and and he's he's actually fun to be around. Uh, I think I think a lot of things that he went through young is just you know we all do some crazy crazy things, dumb things, and make don't make. We all make dumb decisions when we're young, um, and as we mature, we realize like, oh man, why did I make that decision? So sometimes we're judged off of things that we do as kids, but then when we come, but then when we come adults and we get that experience, we understand that we made a mistake. And I think that's one of the things that that he um, had to go through, mm-hmm. and it was something that he needed, and it prepared him for for uh, the man that he's becoming, and and definitely prepared him for the opportunity that he has in front of him to to take the starting job. And be one of those um, those uh, comeback stories like Tyron Matthew, and uh, be a leader in the National Football League and giving back to the community. Before we get back to the conversation, I want to remind you that there is no shortage of action going on right now at our exclusive partners at BetOnline.ag. Sports are slowly making their way back, and BetOnline is leading the way with the best odds and lines for all UFC, NASCAR, boxing, and soccer matches. And if you need more, they have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC simulations all day, every day, live on their website. Looking for something else other than sports? BetOnline has hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and prop bets to check out. Visit BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE for a free welcome bonus. That's one word, BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Yeah, and the fact that the opportunity is there, the door is open, he has to know that and be driven by that. Uh, Justin, I was going to ask you before we wrap up here, and I definitely appreciate the time, um, just what about your goals for your company? I mean, it seems like you're you're on the rise, you're you're building up your um, your profile and so forth. Kind of where where do you see it going? This this training industry uh, that you started to build here. Honestly, I just wanted to be. I want to continue the positive movement. I don't like to limit myself in saying, oh, I want to do this and do this, do this and do that, because you, you speak life and death through the tongue. So I, I, I just want to continue to help people, um, help as many people that, that, that I'm blessed to be able to work with and uh, continue to, like I said, um, provide that positive energy and, and that play that big brother role to a lot of athletes and just continue to help them um, grow as athletes and individuals and that's one of the most important things to me is that they don't forget who who they are through through the sport that they play and they that they understand that they're bigger than the sport that they play and uh for me i, I that that that'll be more than enough for me um just to continue to uh, help people improve i just love helping people um it's not working it's not about working with the big athlete i feel like that's a bonus but i, I love to help everybody from general fitness to the youth to the middle school to high school to pros so uh, I just want to continue the positive movement, and, and, and hopefully it makes an impact on the world. 
And I know that you didn't bring this up when we talked about COVID, but I also saw a story on you and some of your help uh, and community efforts for people who are struggling um, because of the COVID pandemic. So I um, commend you on those efforts, sir. And I I very much appreciate your time. People should uh, go to your website, all-en-sportsentertainment.com or uh, on Twitter at all underscore n underscore sports. And you know what? You really love some underscores. It's even in your personal Twitter, Justin. (laughs) I am anti-underscore in the Twitter, man. It's just confusing. (laughs) <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, it's hard to say on a podcast, underscore. All right. Well, anyway, your personal Twitter is at Justin Allen underscore 13. And uh, I really appreciate the conversation and you taking the time. And I hope we can connect again soon down the road, man. Most definitely. I appreciate it. You have a good one. You stay safe. You and your family. Yep. You too. Thank you. Oh, thank you.